And here we go. Today on the Campfire Conversationalist Podcast, we're going to talk about Scott Peterson. <laughs> okay, so on this episode of the Campfire Conversationalist Podcast, uh, take two, because uh, a certain meetings program sucks and stopped recording before. Um, we're we're going to talk. Name any names. We're not. No, we're not going to name any names. Um, hey, do you want to hang out later? <laughs> yeah, let's hang out later. <laughs> Even though I'm in Wisconsin and you're in um, Michigan, um, we can still hang out somehow. Just, just saying. We just have to find a new hangout. Right. <laughs> Okay, so on this episode, we're going to talk about Scotty Peterson, and this is going to be a little bit different. Um, the idea for this episode is um, instead of doing research before the show, which sometimes we kind of do a little bit, um, we intentionally did no research on this episode for this episode. It's going to be kind of a two-parter for us. I'll probably make it one episode for the show, but the idea is we're going to kind of go over what we remember from the Scotty Peterson trial and case, and then talk about what we kind of remember. And then we're going to research it, and then we're going to come back and do, uh, I guess, discuss what we got wrong, what we got right, what we don't remember at all. Um, and kind of see how that plays out. I think that'd be kind of interesting. So what I remember from the Scotty Peterson case or trial, um, I don't remember what year it was. It was, I know it was probably the early 2000s, early to mid 2000s, um, I think. Mm -hmm. And I remember that he alleged, well, he was found guilty of killing his wife and she was pregnant um, at the time. Um, and it was all over the news. From what I can remember, it was on the news for months and months and months and months. And I, it, to this day, I still don't really know why, because uh, lots of people go missing and um, or end up having been murdered you know, by their spouses. And it's most of it probably never makes the news, let alone is the only thing on the news uh, for months and months and months at a time mm -hmm. all the way through to the end of the trial you know if you do you remember uh john the the um, dc sniper yeah okay so that's worthy of being in the news all the time uh, probably he's a serial killer yeah because yeah, he was I a mean, serial killer and there was you know it was ongoing yeah, as it was happening it was it would be in the news you know somebody else got shot by the dc sniper and um, everyone was panic stricken yep. it was true terrorism right you know? And but this, on the other hand, in my opinion, wasn't like that. It was just some dude who was alleged to have killed his wife. Um, and was he a celebrity or? I, I don't know. I don't remember having ever heard of him before. Celebrities make it all the time. Like right. If there's if there's a crime involving a celebrity, then it's you can almost guarantee it's going to be on the news. You know, no matter what it is. Right. Well. Maybe depending on how pro profile they are, because mm -hmm. um, that that stuff does get covered up a lot too. I think. Um, I think if they sure. want, I think if they if, if they whoever they is, um, if they want it to be in the news all the time uh, to burn a person, then it will be. But I mean, yeah. how many celebrities do we know of that were accused or suspected of having 
<clears throat> maybe killed their spouses and you barely ever heard of it. Like I think William Shatner was one of them. Jim Carrey is another who, you know, they've had spousal deaths in the house. Like, oh, they just, you know, shot the head 25 times. No, that's an exaggeration, but <laughs> you get the idea, you know. I mean, how many times can a, a woman accidentally shoot themselves in the head 25 times before it starts becoming suspicious that the spouse <laughs> might have done it, you know? I don't know. Right. Just saying. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I don't remember having ever heard of Scotty Peterson before the whole thing was in, in the news at the time. And um, what I remember, I remember that uh, at first in the news, I mean, obviously they thought he might be a suspect, but, I mean, it wasn't like... Oh. Scotty Peterson did his, did it. It was like, um, you know, the, the the media was leaning towards Scott Peterson was potentially suspect, and then eventually the police made him a suspect, and then eventually he was arrested, and then eventually you know he went to trial and then lost. But what, why I think this is interesting, and why I want to look back on it is because back then I was pretty young and naive, and if it was you know. Um, researching stuff on the internet probably would have been a little bit harder back then as well Um, but I guess I didn't have any reason to not think that Scotty Peterson did it Uh, but now I kind of do Um, but I think that I probably process information that's uh, on TV and stuff completely different now than I did back then Mm -hmm. Um, and one of the reasons I now am wondering if Scotty Peterson was even guilty at all um, is because and again I haven't looked at any of this I haven't looked into any of this at all I'm going totally off of memory right now is because from what I remember is that he was found guilty of murder Um, I don't remember what degree um, but there was no body there was no motive there was no cause of death and there was no weapon uh, so how do you find someone guilty of murder with no body, no weapon, no motive, and no cause of death? That's that's insane to me that you can be found guilty of murder with like none of the the things that you have to have to find someone guilty of murder. Right. Um, so that's why I was kind of wanting to look back on this again and see if, wow, maybe he's not guilty or maybe he is. I don't know. Um, and again, why was it in the news cycle for so long? You know, like I said, people end up murdered all the time and it barely makes the news or doesn't make the news. But this was just plastered all over the news nonstop for however many months, all the way through the end of the trial until he was thrown into prison. You know, I have, I, I'm going to start. I, I don't have, I don't remember very much, if anything, about this. I kind of remember a boat being involved I kind of remember a lot of blood being found on the boat. Um, I don't remember very much at all, but I do have a hypothesis as to why it was all over the media. Okay. My guess, my hypothesis is that because she was pregnant, right? Yes. Okay. Anytime there's a crime with the child, it gains national media because children go on the media. So even an unborn child in this case is more of a interesting story, I guess, in the media's eyes than 
You, you, you get what I'm saying? That could be. So if you throw in a child like that is abducted, they're missing. It's going to gain national headlines because they want to know where the child is. Likewise, you throw in, like you said, you throw in like some random prostitute <laughs> or just some random lady. They're not going to gain the headlines no, because because there's no child involved. Right. And, and that definitely could be one thing. Um, now, my the conspiratorial tor the conspiratorial tor oh, wait. How do you say the word now? Conspiratorial. <laughs> conspiratorial part of my mind is is going, okay, when something like this is in the news and it's nonstop, a lot of times it's to misdirect. Say, mm. like, hey, look what's over here while somebody else is doing something over here. And yeah. like I said, since I don't remember what year this was um, right off the top of my head, I'm wondering what, th what things were going on at in the political world at the time like when national was headlines yes yeah. like what was being maybe covered up or mr you know why was our attention being drawn to this uh what was laws it more were being passed at that time right or... yes um and since so i obviously that's just an idea i have i can't prove that because like i said i don't even remember what year this whole scotty peterson thing happened but it wouldn't surprise me at all if uh, he didn't do it or and it was all a distraction of some kind. Um, but I could be totally wrong. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I don't really remember the case. I don't know the person. Yeah, me neither. Like you said, I don't know the motive. I don't know the non-motive. There's not a whole lot to go on. Um I mean, what kind of person was he? That'll tell you right there. Um, I I don't... I remember them kind of portraying him as some kind of... Uh, maybe a little bit wealthy. Maybe not like mega millionaire status, but I, I remember kind of getting the impression that he was maybe a little better off than most people. Well, so like upper class or upper middle class or something like that, maybe. Was That's he violent? Kind of, did he have a violent past? I don't remember. Um, I'm sure if we look back on it, there, we'll probably find that those 911 calls for, you know, domestic violence possibly. Because it seems like a lot of times when you look into stuff like this, that, that always seems to be what happens. So see, that, like, if see, like, if he did kill her, okay. In theory, if you kill someone with a gun. There's a difference between killing someone with a gun and, say, strangulation, okay? Strangulation is, like, a really intense, like... Um, personal. Personal kind of killing, because you're there looking at the person the entire time. So you're fixated on what you're seeing. So the level of rage that you would have to have in that circumstance would override your like natural brain does that make sense <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> whereas how about how about a bludgeoning or a stabbing yeah a lot of times they say that those, those are, are like crimes of passion yeah they're like extreme 
extremely violent, but at the same time, they're really connected to the person. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, they're crime of passion. So it's it could be like, I don't know, though. It, it, there's a difference even between stabbing someone or shooting someone once and shooting them, unloading the magazine, reloading a magazine, and then <laughs> shooting them again. R- rinse, wash, repeat. Exactly. Like a crime of passion is like you are so upset and maybe you fire like three or four rounds. The person falls on the ground, they're dead. Now take it to an extreme. You unload a magazine, you reload a magazine, you you unload that magazine. You know, there's a significant difference between all of those factors without anything. But with just is there blood on the boat? That's my number one thing. I want to know, is there blood on the boat? How did the blood get there? If I was an investigator, these are the things I would be saying. Is it his boat? Is there blood on the boat? Um, Is it her blood? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because if you can find traces of blood, then, you know, and it's a significant amount, then you probably know that person's dead. Does that make sense? Yeah, because... Yeah, that's that. That's a good point. So you can you could justify you can putting someone for a third degree murder, right. or or something like I don't. What are the degrees of murder? Well, first one, first degree is with uh, 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 pre like you planned it out. Yeah, you, there was pre thought. There was pre planning. Yeah. What is second uh, degree? Second degree is when like you intend to kill the person, but it's like on the spot, like uh, you know, two dudes at in a the bar. heat of the moment. In the heat of the moment, exactly. That's exactly it. And okay. then third degree is also it's the same thing as manslaughter. It might be different from state to state. I don't know. It's like an accident. Oh uh, yeah, like you it's didn't mean to kill the person, right. but it they was died. an accident. Yes, that's manslaughter. Okay. okay. So but to me, manslaughter sounds so much worse than even first degree murder, just because of the word slaughter. But it's like the least offensive <laughs> one. I never understood that when I was younger. I'm like, manslaughter, like <laughs> slaughtered him, and he's getting a slap on the wrist. Shouldn't it be like man killed or woman killed? <laughs> man bumped him off. <laughs> he just got bumped off by accident. Well, uh, like hitting someone, say hitting someone that's riding their bike right, with your car. They run out in front of you. Well, you hit them with your car. Yeah, unless you pre-planned it. You're driving down the road and you're like, that mother effort. Kaboom, you know, <laughs> yeah. like 30 degrees to the right and their life is over. Right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, anything like that is like any kind of accidents. That, that's totally yeah. accident. Yeah. That's manslaughter. But how about a serious amount of blood on your boat out in the middle of? Well, you, you can know. still have accidentally kill somebody and then try to cover it up, but then um, there would be additional charges for um, like dismemberment of a body and that kind of stuff. Covering I up, uh, right, what is yeah. it? It's like covering up a crime scene or something like that. Right, or attempted. Yeah, I don't remember all the different things they can charge you with. And again, that's going to be probably different from state to state. But um, do you remember that dude? Oh, I can't remember his name, but he lived in like Macomb County and um, maybe 15 years ago or less. He killed his wife and then like cut her body up and then hit um, like hit it in one of the, the 
I don't remember if it was a metro park or, or if it was a state park. Do you remember that? No. Oh, I can't remember that guy's name. Um, but yeah, that guy um, got charged with like dismemberment of a body and a bunch of other stuff because he didn't just like pre-plan it out, kill his wife, and then go hide the body. But he also cut it up and you know basically Dexter dis- his wife. Dexter. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then put her body parts in like a metro park or uh, for those of you who don't know what i'm talking about metro got those five mil thick uh yeah, garbage bags yeah, not yeah, the cheap old yeah, contractor level yeah uh but for those of you who don't know what a metro park is that's like um i don't know if they're owned by the county uh, but it's, it's like it's like a county yeah, yeah so in the detroit area there's like it's equivalent to a state park or a national park, but it's like owned by the counties in the Detroit area. And they're called metro parks, and they're like, you know big plots of land that are Giant. naturistic. Yeah, yeah, naturistic. You know, um, not camping, but um, picnics, hiking, fishing. Bell Isle is an is an island. Is that, that a, well? That's not yeah, a Bell Metro Park. That's a state park, probably. No, I thought that was a metro. And maybe I don't know. Um, oh no, no, I'm thinking. Never mind. I'm thinking of. A different island, but yeah, you're you're probably right. Um, what island am I thinking of? That one in the UP, Royal Isle. That's what I was thinking. That you. Oh meant. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Bell Isle is yeah. That's probably a metro park. But um, yeah. So the uh, this dude um like killed his wife, cut up her body, and tried to hide it <laughs> in the metro parks or whatever. And then somebody found it. But yeah, that that dude went away and. Um, got charged with all kinds of crazy as many charges as it could get because he did you know he went like the extra mile if you know what, what? I mean. Oh, I I know they often get him on tampering with evidence too. That's, <clears throat> Probably that's what it was. Um, tampering with evidence, um, conspiracy to cover up uh, yeah. evidence. Like I mean, they they basically create charges at that yeah. level. Right? Yeah. Exactly. They're um, like, <laughs> they're like, get out your notepad. And let's have what a think can we tank. Make up? Yeah, let's have a think tank. What can we? So if this dude, if it was a Tuesday, and, and we can prove that, can we get him for disrupting Taco Tuesday? Or can or we get him for that? If it was Monday, can we be like manic Monday charges? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it almost goes. Where there's just like these. I mean, I don't want to say ridiculous, but. They charge you with so many things, and I and I think the reason they do that is to make so, it harder for someone to get off uh, of right. a potential murder charge. If well, it's that's that's exactly to why. Prove. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why. I mean, if they have more charges, then it'll take more time for you to appeal, and you like your murder charges won't just stand as murder charges. There'll be all these other charges that you'll have to fight too. So the odds that you will ever get out are. And it makes it harder to negotiate for the defense attorney. Probably. I'm guessing. Probably. Yeah. I would, I would assume so. Because yeah, then they can go, Oh, we'll drop these charges and drop it to a second degree instead of a first degree. Um, so they can still get someone on murder, but instead of it being, Oh, we're charging someone with first degree murder when clearly it was, you know, a heat of the moment thing. Yeah. A lot of times I know district attorneys will do that. Like it was clearly like two dudes got into an argument at a bar and shot each other to death. And they'd be like, first degree murder, they planned it out ten years in advance. And then, you know, the, the defense attorney would be like, Come on, man. 
This is ridiculous. Okay, we'll just charge him with second degree, which is what it already was. <laughs> I'm thinking, though, if there was a boat and there's blood on the boat, which I, I kind of remember. Yeah, me too. If I was a prosecutor, that would be a lot of evidence, especially if it's hers. That would be enough to convict. If it was a significant amount of blood. We're not just talking like a nosebleed. Right. We're talking yeah. like... It would have to be like so many pints of blood for it to be... Okay, this person's got to be dead for there to be that much blood. Right. And why was the boat out there? Why was there blood on the boat? Clearly, right. this doesn't look like someone slipped and fell on her and hit her head. Right. You know? And I think that they hypothesized that he probably tried to move the body and dump it in the ocean. That's what mm-hmm. I remember. Um which would make sense if that if he did do it. Um, Is he a big guy? I mean, stature wise. Yeah. It's, yeah. Is he larger? Is he big enough to carry a I body him- from one location to another? Because I mean, the physical attributes of someone is if you have a five foot one guy and a six foot two woman. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations to that guy then. Yeah, you know, I mean, the uh, odds of that happening. Not yeah, not so much. I, I remember. How about, how about just a big, heavy set pregnant woman? I don't you know, know what how I mean. How many months pregnant she was supposed to have been? No, I mean like a woman that has been like chilling around the pantry, oh. <laughs> popping some Oreos and Doritos for like six months, waiting for the baby to pop out and gain like eighty-five pounds. Yeah, I, I don't even. Yeah, I don't stuff know. like that happens. And how is a little five foot one guy going to carry that out? I don't. You have know what I mean? Yeah, no, you'd have to have help, I guess. You'd have to have, you know, it's one of those situations where you. Uh, what is the saying? There's those you call when you need to move. There's those you call when you need to move a body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just throwing out like how my brain thinks, trying to think of all the angles. Um, because if he's not big enough, and I'm purely playing the subjective role, is he oh, big yeah. enough? Can he do it? Is there blood found? Is it possible that he did it? Because the motive might be there. We just don't know the motive. Right, yeah. Um, A motive could be literally hidden from sight for the rest of history. And well, yeah. we'll never know. We'll never know. What was the motive for Jack the Ripper? Well, yeah. That, but that's not my argument. I'm not saying there was no motive at all. I'm saying no, no. That, I'm just saying from what case, we see. Oh yeah, yeah from, from what we what, see. From what from we what remember. We yeah, I don't remember there ever having been a motive that was brought to light. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. So I'm just saying, like, the motive is kind of if you have a motive, like, say you have a life insurance policy. Well, that's one thing you can look back and say, well, he was going to gain like five hundred million dollars. By killing the heiress to the, I don't know, Kmart fortune or something. I don't know. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. What's Kmart? But, <laughs> but I'm saying, like, the motive might be just hidden, you know? Yeah. Maybe he, I mean, anything could have been a motive. She, like, took his bowling shoes and threw them out the back door and the dogs ate them. That could be motive enough for someone. Ooh, that's pretty nasty. Oh, Maybe she... she took a hot, steamy poop on like his favorite <laughs> shirt or something. We'll never know. I mean, but... <laughs> that bitch. That was my favorite golf shirt. 
I was gonna go out with my boys on Saturday, and now I can't. She's looking at him. You didn't bring home tacos on Taco <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. And all I had was Oreos and Doritos to eat. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, motive might not always be there. Yeah. Right. And then what about the um, idea of there having never been a uh, cause of death or a mm-hmm. weapon? Yeah. Because even if you find blood, I mean, if there's no body, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily know where they blood out of. So that if you if you never find a weapon, that's going to be hard to. Prove. Yeah, but if you got enough DNA evidence, I mean, it literally could be anything. You know, if they can link that <laughs> someone died, say someone dies in your house, okay. They're in your residence or a piece of your property. Say they're in your car mm-hmm. or in your house. And there is like blood everywhere. And brain matter. There, yeah, but your house is completely empty. There's nothing in here. No murder wa- weapon. No anything like that. But there's a dead body. And or, or not even a dead body. Just a massive amount of blood. We'll take the body perspective out. There's just a massive amount of blood. And the cops come in and your spouse is missing, but there's a massive amount of blood. You don't think they're going to look at you <laughs> like, clearly, she was murdered at your house. You know what I mean? Or your car. There doesn't necessarily have to be a weapon if there's enough evidence to prove, like, I, for first degree, I think you would have to have it. I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah, see, I don't remember what he got charged I, I, with or what he got convicted of. Either. Now that I now that I think about it, I mean, I'm kind of with you though. I mean, don't you have to have a murder weapon? Like, yeah, because even you if you find blood, died. you don't know how they were murdered. I mean, you yeah, could have hit your head, or you could have smashed someone's brains out. Yeah, and you could have been at work when it happened, and they could have just taken that person out with your stuff. Yeah, or again, in your house, in your right car. Right now, we're, this is all going off of memory. So we could be completely wrong about all of this. Yeah. Which is, I think that's going to be the interesting part is finding out what we were. I, I will say this, about. though. I will say this, that a murder weapon is probably the easiest, at least in theory, to dispose of. Okay. Yeah. Theoretically. Because if you killed someone with a knife, dude, especially if you had a boat and you're near the ocean... I mean, literally, you could just take that knife like 40 miles out into the ocean and just throw it somewhere. Mm-hmm. You really think someone's going to drag the ocean for 40 miles out or something? No. And then turn around and come back and be able to find one knife out there? No, they probably wouldn't. No. So, I mean, a murder weapon probably is the most easy to dispose of. Secondly, if they are in the ocean... And this person is bleeding out like profusely, <laughs> throwing them overboard into the ocean. They're not going to last long if they're sure. bleeding profusely. Sharks yeah. are going to eat them. Yeah, probably. Nobody. Nobody. Yeah, that's true. If, yeah, if it's like a fresh kill and there's lots of blood. But if you weighed the person down, too. Yeah. If you weighed the person down. Well, then, then you're going to have chains and, you know, whatever else you use to weigh them down at the bottom of the ocean. They will find that. Yeah. 
So if you weigh them down, they'll that's probably still, find that's it. That's still a coin toss because you'd, you'd probably be thinking, well, if I throw them out, yeah, maybe the sharks will get them, but maybe they won't. Yeah. So I'll try to tie them down. But then, like you said, if you tie them down, now there's a potential of somebody finding that someday because it's tied down and sunk to the bottom of the ocean. And it's something that's not going to go away. Right. It's chains. It's so that even that is, well, if you're, if, you're the, if you're the person that's trying to cover this up, that's still a coin toss. What do you do? Why would you? Why would you pick which one you do? These are the things that I think about, John. What do I do in, in a situation like this? <laughs> How come I'm the only one not laughing? I'm a completely subjective thinker, and I like to think outside of the parameters of normality, but... Hey, me too. I think we're showing people levels that they should not <laughs> they, be... They, don't, they like, should wow. not be privy to right at this very moment. Gosh, walking free? <laughs> Still are. Yeah. Haven't committed a major crime yet. <laughs> Allegedly. Yet. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think they'll probably we're all. Most of us are are. Uh, there's potential for anybody to do something like that, or almost anybody. Mm-hmm. To, I think. I agree. But, so, do you think we should wrap this section of it up and then move on to the mm-hmm. other topic that we were going? Are we going to look into what actually happened? If you have time, I have time. I have time. I got okay. nothing else going right now me too you want to take a quick break because i think this zoom thing is going to end at some point and then we'll have to restart another meeting what is there a timer on it yeah it's like it's like 40 minutes per video or something oh well i don't don't know where we're at we'll stop take breaks and do 40 minute sessions then yeah we're like a half hour so that's a good time to stop anyways for an intermission and then um let people stew on our murderous thinking (laughs) Dun dun dun, and then uh, Matt's crazy uh, voice effects here. I'm in the I'm just using a, a guitar effect pedal to do that. Are you really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so I guess we're gonna wrap up this half of this episode and we'll be back and you'll hear some intermediate music in the in the interim and that's that all right cool part two coming up
Okay. So after we took our little break here, we went and did a little bit of research, and now we're going to uh, make you aware of our findings. And I'm going to preface this with I can't verify if most of this information is accurate since we're doing this pretty much on the fly, and I don't, you know, we can't really vet all this we're just pretty much going off of what we can find on the internet for mm-hmm. the sake of uh we'll call this entertainment for this episode because yeah we can't really vet everything uh, on the fly like this but we found some interesting stuff i think a lot of stuff we found was i feel like my memory was pretty good on this i couldn't remember the year it happened mm-hmm. a little bit i was thinking about 2005 it happened in 2002 so it would have been in the media around 2003 Mm-hmm. And it happened Christmas Eve day, at least the disappearance. I don't know when it would have been on the media, in the media circuits right away. Probably right after Christmas. I don't know, man. New Year's, that's usually when media slow anyways. Who knows yeah. when it first came, hit the news. I'll actually, I'll, I'll actually look that up while you're, if you want to start reading some information about I'll look that up right now. All right, so what do you want me to read? Uh, um, go ahead with? with what? Y- well, the link that you just uh, that I feel like that's a little premature. Let's go with the okay. basics of Scotty Peterson. Um, so I guess start with the Wikipedia article, just from okay. for some basic information. Again, I don't necessarily trust Wikipedia, but that that's obviously the quickest place to find stuff uh and then here's a okay so here's an interesting fact is he says peterson became um began playing golf at an early age and uh, a result of time he spent with his father by the age of 14 he could beat his father at the game for a time he had dreams of becoming a professional golfer like Phil Mickelson, his teammate at the University of San Diego High School. Um, so he actually played golf with Phil Mickelson. Wow. He actually, that was his schoolmate. Oh, really? His teammate, yeah, at the University of San Diego High School. Oh. Wait, they called, the their, of- they called their high school a university too? I guess. That's weird. The University of San Diego High School. By the end of high school, he was one of the top junior golfers in San Diego. Uh, In 1990, Peterson enrolled at Arizona State University, where Mickelson had also enrolled on a partial golf scholarship. Mickelson would go on to become highly successful PGA golfer. And yeah. Lee Peterson I mean, even if you don't later, watch golf, you've probably heard the name you know, Mickelson. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And Lee Peterson later testified that uh, the considerable competition that Mickelson presented to his son while they were at Arizona State discouraged Peterson. City. So there's a little bit of notoriety. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, I mean, I personally don't remember having ever heard of him before it broke in the yeah. news. Me and neither. actually, that's and what I'm looking like up Peterson right now. Peterson got kicked off the golf team. It doesn't say why. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm taking Chris on. Peterson transferred to... 
Costa College, later California Polytech State University. That name sucks, I gotta say. I'm sorry. The name? California Polytech State University. <laughs> so it's not a real state or a university. <laughs> he initially planned major in uh, international business, but changed his major to agricultural business. Professors who taught Peterson to describe him as a model student, who's a grill business professor, and blah, blah, blah. Um, all right, so these are kind of his backgrounds. So he gained a bachelor's of science in agricultural business. Um, is there anything other? Uh, I think he met. Lacey. Is this where he met Lacey? I'm not sure. I'm trying to to look for it, but I don't see it. Okay, so hold on. While Peterson finished the Cedar... No, because that's saying... Okay, so they had dated for two years. Peterson called Lucy... Or Lacey, I'm sorry. And they began dating. Okay, so... Yeah, so... Uh, When Peterson and his future wife first met at a restaurant in the mid-1994, Lacey made the move, or first move. Um, So she was the chaser. Um... And then in 97, they really started getting, uh, they married right in 97. I'm sorry, what year oh, did you see they started wait, wait. dating? Uh, 94. 94, okay. Uh, but listen to this. While Peterson finished his senior year, um, Lacey took a job in nearby Prunedale. stated that at around this time Peterson engaged in the first of at least two extramarital affairs though they did not reveal a name or details of each relationship Peterson graduated with a bachelor's of science in June of 98 after their graduation the Peterson's opened a sports bar called the shack work at Peterson's loaned him the money to open the establishment. They did not. It was a bad investment when the couple had difficulty finding a technician. seems really cheap for a bungalow in California, but... What year, though? Uh, 2000. October 2000, they purchased a three-bedroom, two-bath bungalow house for 177000 Jeez, in California? Covina Avenue in an upscale neighborhood near La Loma Park. La Loma. For only 177000 Jeez. Doesn't that seem really cheap? Yeah. Even for 2000 or whatever year you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems so pretty. 
they're already saying that he was having extramarital affairs. He was cheating on her pretty much for a long time. He sold irrigation systems, fertilizer, chemicals, nutrients, and related products to big farms and flower growers, primarily in California, Arizona, and New Mexico, so it was pretty lucrative. He was earning a salary of 5000 a month before taxes. Um, yeah, that's probably pretty point. good back in 2002 or whatever. Including it's like mother in the system. 60 grand a year, right? 5000 yeah. a month? Yeah. yeah. It's not great, but it's not bad. For to me, I guess 2002, that's probably not bad. 5,000 is. <clears throat> yeah. So 60, 60, 70 grand, somewhere in there. Um, but in Northern California. But like yeah, we like, said, like also the house taxes. they. Yeah. yeah. Bring home, yeah be about 50 something or 40 something high 40s Uh, okay Peterson was introduced by a friend to a Fresno massage therapist named Amber Frey in later public statements Frey said Peterson told her he was single and the two began a romantic relationship last time Peterson's parents saw Lacey was during a three-day weekend they spent together in Carmel, California the week before Christmas. So he's having like a bunch of affairs. He's pretty much playing the field, pretending like he's a single guy. This is, this is, I hate to say it, man. That's a pretty big motive, though. To kill your wife? Yeah. For you cheating on her? Yeah, I mean, that's a big you... motive. It, it... <sighs> Maybe you I feel like out. it's the other way around. Usually, the one that's getting cheated on is doesn't aren't they usually the killer? The one getting cheated on? No, because if a lot of times these like retards look at it, they're like, I want to get rid of my wife. How can yeah. I get rid of her so I can live this other fantasy life that I'm uh, in? Yeah, I guess you know what I mean without having because if he gets divorced well then where's the money and half the money's gone yeah half the money's gone best and, case scenario probably yeah and life is all about people wanting greed and money so yeah they just they just are greedy and they want money you know um, mm-hmm. so okay here comes the disappearance uh, December 23rd 2002 at 5.45 p.m. Peterson and Lacey went to a salon, salon, the workplace of Lacey's sister, to get a haircut, uh, pick a fruit basket. Uh, Prosecutors say Peterson also told other people he would play golf on the day of Christmas Eve. Later that evening, Sharon, whatever her name is, her mom, uh, spoke to Lacey on the phone at 8.30 p.m. Peterson later told police that he last saw his wife at 9.30 a.m. December 24th when he left to go fishing at the Berkeley Marina. was watching cooking television show and preparing them off the floor, baking cookies and walking the family dog near Pipe Park. Later in the morning, female neighbor of the Petersons say she 
found the Peterson's dog, a golden retriever named Mackenzie, and returned him to the Peterson's backyard between 10 and 10.17 a.m., about a half hour later. Shortly after 10.45 a.m., another neighbor named something wandered the neighborhood with a muddy leash and also returned him to the Peterson yard. Peterson said that he returned home that afternoon, find it empty. Uh, Lacey's 96 Land Rover Discovery was in the driveway. He was showered and washed his clothes because he got wet from fishing. Okay. That checks out. Yeah. According to ABC News, Peterson reported his wife Lacey missing from their Modesto home. However, the New York Post reported that when Lacey still was or still had not returned home by 5.15 p.m., Peterson called his mother-in-law and that a half hour later, Lacey's stepfather, Ron, called the police. The same day, Christmas Eve? Uh, That's what it looks like. So they reported her missing on the same day that... uh, Lacey was seven, seven and a half months pregnant and was due on February 10th, 2003. Okay. The couple, so she's big. The couple had planned to name the boy Connor the exact day they determine Alright. Um let's get into the nitty. Oh gosh, there's so much. Yeah, there's there is a lot. Um like, uh, I found a site that had like five Interesting facts about the Scott mm. Peterson case. Uh, let me just, I'm not going to read, I'm not going to break them down, but number one, Scott was an early suspect in the investigation due to his strange behavior. Okay. <laughs> That's fact number one. Two, Scott had a secret mistress and told his wife, uh, told his wife, uh, told her his wife was dead. So he told the mistress that his wife, uh, Lacey, was dead. Was mm. The way it's worded, it was didn't make any sense to me. Uh, the, do- the dog became a key figure in the case. The dog did? Yeah, really? that's, that, that's what it says. Um, then I'll send you the link here. Let me get this right here. I'll put this in here. Yeah. Interesting. I kind of vaguely remember that. That oh, that too, the dog um, being a major player. Kinda, I'm um, I remember it being a thing. I don't remember how important it was. I just do remember something about a dog. Um, number four, Scott may have been facing a, uh, a death sentence at least, uh, at least for now. Uh, I feel like that doesn't really pertain to the case before the fact that he was convicted. Recordings revealed that his family. Um, and some supporters still insist that he is innocent. Scott, you're innocent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the that's the bullet points for the five things that are interesting about the case. What else did I find? Personal life. I found his height and weight. I was pretty close on his height and weight. It says he was a yeah, fertilizer salesman. That's kind of a weird. I, I feel like that's underselling. Just fertilizer salesman's kind of. Uh, 
I think, well, how did you word it? It said agricultural something or other. That sounds a little more accurate than fertilizer salesman. I mean, that almost makes him sound like he's selling fertilizer to people to make bobs or something. Oh, what was he? Uh, so agricultural something. Oh, business. He was an agricultural business major. Uh, it says his net worth is okay. Scott, uh, though Scott Peterson is a criminal, he has been able to acquire a net worth of a million dollars as of October 2020. It is now October 18th because it's one of the morning right now. So as of this month, it says his net worth is a million dollars. He was paid a hefty sum of money by who? Plus, oh. he has also received several, uh, hey. several commissions. Hey. Yeah. What was it you said? No murder weapon, no body? I remember it being no body was found, no murder weapon, no cause of death. They found the body. Did they? Was it? In, did it wash up somewhere? On April 13th. Hold on, hold 2000- on. Let me see if I remember. It, it washed up 100 miles from where they lived, north. Uh, I don't know if it was that far. I mean, it doesn't say like a distance. Oh, I'll, just, um, I'll just read it. Okay. okay. Um, on April 13th. So when did we say she went missing? December 23rd? December 24th <laughs> is so when they reported her missing. Nearly four. But they, the mom said she had talked to her that day, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so she was at least alive on the 23rd or 24th. 23rd, December. I think it was, yeah. So we'll say, e- even still, December 23rd, she was still alive because someone talked to her. On April 13th, 2003, um, a couple walking their dog found a decomposing but well-preserved body of a late-term male fetus in a marshy area of the San Francisco Bay shore. So that's Richmond's the same area. Point. That is north, I believe. I think. I don't know. I'll have to look on a map. Um, north of Berkeley. Its umbilical cord was still attached, although a judge sealed autopsy records. An anonymous... Associated or Associated Press source revealed that 1.5 loops of nylon tape were found around the fetus's neck, and a significant cut was on the fetus's body. So someone ripped the baby out and strangled yeah. it. Yeah, and... that's what it sounds like, and probably cut it in some way. Or, well, the cut might have come by stabbing the mother, too. Mm. Or an attempt to stab the baby through. You know what I mean? Uh, Through the mother. One, are you still there? Hello? Yeah, I just had muted real quick. Okay. One day later, a passerby found the torso of a recently pregnant woman wearing beige pants and maternity bra on the eastern shore of the bay along a rocky shoreline of the same park 
one mile away from where the ba baby's uh, body was found. So the baby was found first. Yep, baby was and found And what month first. was it that they were found? April 13th. 2003? Yep. Okay. So I was wrong about oh. the no body thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, 2004? No, 2003. Oh, okay. Oh. So four months later. Four months. Oh, okay. Four months later. Okay, I got you. Um, the so the sharks was, didn't get her. The corpse was decomposed to the point of being uh, almost unrecognizable as a human body. And the head, arms, and most of the legs, and all the internal organs, except for the uterus, were missing. They left the uterus. Sharks are picky. Uh, <laughs> on April 18th, 2003, the results of DNA tests verified that the bodies of Lacey Peterson and her son, or they were the bodies of Lacey Peterson and her son, Connor. Hmm. The autopsy on both bodies was performed by a forensic pathologist. You know, interesting, because remember, I remember we were talking about a boat. I want to see, did they find blood on a boat? Because I didn't even read that over. I just skipped it. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, when I was searching before, that was one of the things you, uh, that popped up. 90 miles from the couple's Modesto home detectives immediate launch search. Hmm. During the month following her disappearance, the police did not treat the case as suspicious for a few hours. Eventually, the police grew more suspicious of Peterson due to inconsistencies he was having um, in his story. Peterson had engaged in two other extramarital affairs prior to Amber Frey, Frey, blah, blah, blah. saying anything about the boat other than he went out on the boat I'm looking that up right now Here's some of hair on the boat. Hold on. That doesn't mean that. No, I'm not going to that site. 
No, it's, it's just giving me a security warning. I'm not going to proceed. <laughs> um, Peter's father. I don't see anything about a boat. Do you see anything about a boat? Yeah, I, mean, no, no, I no, do. No. do um, yeah, but I'm trying to find a website that isn't suspicious of... A single hair was the only piece of forensic evidence that was identified. The hair matched through DNA comparison to hair of Lacey's hairbrush. Yeah, but that's so... stuck to pliers found Mm. on the Peterson boat. Okay, that's a little suspicious. A hair stuck on pliers? Yeah. yeah. Extremely I was going to say, just one hair doesn't mean anything. I mean your wife's hair is going to be on your clothes even right. if you wash them dude i remember one time when i was a truck driver i went and washed my clothes at the truck stop and uh there was a couple that was washing their clothes in the machine before you know like i was waiting for them their their load to be done so i could do mine and i remember mm-hmm. like that girl's hair was on my clothes because i remember finding a long hair and thinking how the hell did this long hair end up on my clothes I'm like I haven't been around my wife for weeks or whatever at that point and then I remembered oh yeah there was a girl who uh, was doing her laundry before me and her hair must have gotten on my clothes so I don't feel like that's odd just a hair but with pliers yeah that's a little suspect mm-hmm. but they also have a hydrologist, which I don't even know. Apparently, he studies water, geological surveys of the water tides mm-hmm. in the San Francisco Bay, and they brought him in, and he said that his findings were probable, not precise. Tidal systems are not su- sufficiently chaotic, or they are sufficiently chaotic. And he was unable to develop an exact model of the body's disposal of the, and travel. As the trial progressed, the process. Oh, so they're trying to figure out where the body was dropped off at. Yeah. And that'd be hard to do. I Secretly suppose. recorded telephone calls. Uh, fertility specialist was expected to be a crucial witness. Motive the prosecution presented Peterson's affair with Frey financial problems and impending fatherhood as motives for murder surmising that he killed Lacey due to increasing debt and a desire to be single again what did I say right Mm, yeah yeah and that actually happens believe it or not there was um what was that family that guy that annihilated his own family his wife and his like daughters and whatever else they're an unborn son out in like Kansas or something um, I don't remember where it was but he annihilated his own family and this was the exact same motive hmm. he was he was in debt and he wanted to be single again because he was having lots of affairs and he was a sociopath so it didn't or a psychopath that didn't bother him you know totally had no qualms about it did not affect him whatsoever. Okay, so um, do you want to bring up the one thing that you had found before 
we started recording about the the yeah class major whatever well so to summarize there's a lot of evidence um one was the dna hair uh on the stuck to players on the boat okay uh how about this uh during the trial he purchased fact that peterson changed his appearance and purchased a vehicle using his mother's name in order to avoid recognition by the press he added two porn television channels to his cable service only days after his wife's disappearance that's that's a tad bit creepy I guess he'd have to know what they mean by only days after because 90 days could be days after. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are we talking like one or two or three We're or four days? We're talking 72 hours? Yeah. 72 hours. <laughs> only that's hours? <laughs> yeah. That's a little messed up. You know? Prashkins, they would not be returning home expressed interest in selling the house that he shared with Lacey and traded in her Land Rover for a Dodge pickup truck. See, all of these things together are signs of... Like someone trying to move on? Someone trying to move on. Not someone trying to find the wife. Yeah, I do remember that in the news too. Like they said that his um, behavior was suspicious and it didn't seem like he really was interested in trying to find her if she was only I do remember that. Yeah. And right. once you started so, talking about the body being found, I do remember it having been something found uh, north of where I think they maybe have possibly lived at. Yeah. So all of those things. And remember, we talked <sighs> about motive. It can be as simple as that. Just don't want to be married and want to off the spouse. I mean, as crazy as it sounds, and some people do that. Mm-hmm. But then you have DNA evidence, a hair, a single hair on a pair of pliers on a boat. And then her, it, see, if she was found in a desert, that wouldn't be anything. She was found in the water. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's a really big thing. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. What did I find? The police are saying that there's no connection to this, but I found uh, I was just kind of flopping around reading different articles in Wikipedia. And there is actually another girl that went to the same university as Scott Peterson at, I guess, the exact same time that California Polytech State University. Goodness gracious, man. (laughs) That is just a mouthful to say. Um, but anyways, this other girl, what is her name? Kristen Smart. Smart, I think. Yeah. Disappeared. No, relis- no relation to Elizabeth Smart. Yeah. And she disappeared in 96 from that university. She just like up and vanished. So they did say the police said that they but it was the university police department that I guess questioned him Um, from when when the other girl had gone missing yeah Uh, and then during the look it says during the Lacey Peterson murder investigation um, 
there were unfounded rumors that Lacey's husband, Scott Peterson, had something to do with Smart's disappearance due to his simultaneous attendance at Cali Poly campus. Um, he was interviewed and basically they, he was ruled out as a suspect by the police. But why? Why was he ruled out? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't say why he was ruled out. Why was he ruled out? That's what I would like to know. Cause and they seems... never found any other, they never had any suspects for the other. Um... They said they did find some bones, but they couldn't truly identify if they were bones of an animal or a human mm. in that case. So I'm just curious, like, okay, Lacey disappears and he's like pretending like basically he didn't have, you know, that she just is gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? And way back and what did I say? When did she go? 96, I think you said. Yeah. Yeah. So 96, she just disappears. This other girl goes to the same college as the same with the same guy that made his wife disappear years later. I don't really believe in coincidence at all. Um, it, it does seem like a big coincidence, though, if that's legit. Like, if that's true and that is a coincidence, this girl disappears and this guy is making girls disappear. But I will say, this girl is six foot one. Who? The. Uh, Kristen Smart. Smart. Mm -hmm. yeah she was born in germany yeah it says she was born in augsburg germany so i'm guessing she's pretty she was pretty tall probably pretty strong herself but still she's taller than this guy than scott peterson Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know dude i don't know yeah, it's kind of hard to say. It's kind of hard to say. But I don't know. All right, I'm going to click back to the video so I can actually see you. And then when did you say that the police ruled Scott Peterson out as the suspect for the smart? Did they? Oh, for smart? Yeah, um, when was he ruled? When did they question him and rule it out? Uh, oh, let me see. Uh, he was ruled out It doesn't say when he was ruled. It was just during the investigation. But it does say in 2016, officials from San uh, San, San Luis uh, Obispo County. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't pronounce that. Uh, cadaver dogs from the FBI were brought out or brought in and investigators were preparing to spend approximately four days excavating an area on Cal Poly campus. After three days, items were found at all three dig sites located 
on the same hillside smart's dorm a spokesman sheriff's office said uh, the items were being analyzed to see whether they were connected to the case which could take days weeks or months the items uncovered are still being investigated as of 2020 oh interesting so much for that first 36 hours right (laughs) right or 48 i mean first 48 i don't know why i said 36 yeah. Hours. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, hmm. interesting. I think it's very interesting. You know, who is, wait, who is this? Who is this person? As far as declaring my dad, May 25th, 2002, the sixth anniversary her disappearance. Her parents, Dennis and Stan Smart, took a civil wrong, a civil case of wrongful death against Flores. Which Flores? Who the heck are they talking? Okay, let's look this up. Let's let's go in depth. Let's chase this rabbit. Get that rabbit. Has to be. Uh, uh, smart unannounced vacation. No, no, no. So no, they no, still, no. they still didn't ever determine the cause of death, did they? Uh, no. And oh, where is this? The, the name's got to be here somewhere. I'm just not seeing it. Uh, Let's see if I can look up Lacey, P- Lacey Peterson cause of death. Let's see if that comes up. If they found a body, they might have been able to find a cause of death. Where is this? Paul. Okay, discovered. Smart's disappearance remained an unsolved case, although compelling evidence was discovered that points to Paul Flores knowing what happened to her. Although her body was never discovered, Smart's... There we go. Okay, so Paul Flores. Let's copy and paste that. Who is this guy? All Flores, Kristen Smart. Let's just try Paul Flores. Huh. Okay, so apparently they think this Paul guy knew what happened to her um, and so much that they filed Smart's bloody earring was found by a tenant at the former residence of Paul Flores's mother this earring has since been lost by the police <laughs> lost well that's convenient oops Oops, we have like Oops. really, really important evidence, but sorry. Between 96 and 2007, various searches for remains and other evidence were conducted. Same use dog train detects scent of humans. No useful leads for two decades. Interesting. So, I don't know. 
I don't know what to say. Um, they did file a uh, civil case. One of three students walked smart to her dorm. Uh, in 2005, Flores has denied involvement in her disappearance. The Flores family has also filed a lawsuit against the Smarts family for emotional distress. <sighs> Interesting. Wow. Uh, beginning... Beginning September 30th, 2019, Chris Lambert released a series of seven podcast episodes. The podcast recounts in detail the uh, publicly available information about Kristen's uh, abduction and subsequent death at the hands of another student on the campus of California Polytech State University over 23 years ago. The podcast was downloaded over 2 million times. In its four months, renewed public interest led to a new billboard being put up by uh, Aurorio Grande in January 2020 to replace the original, which had been up since 97. Um, so this this case of Kristen Smart, or that's her name, right? Something... Something smart. Yeah, Amy Kristen Smart. smart. No, Amy? Kristen Smart. Kristen Smart. But this thing actually blew up really big. I don't remember ever hearing anything about it. I don't crazy. either. I don't either. So, I wouldn't have even found it had I not looked for that little, uh, um, ar- like the little article within the article about Peterson. <laughs> I would not have even looked this up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I hadn't clicked on a on a hyperlink and then done some backscaling, I would have never found it. Oh. So ch- check this out about Lacey Peterson. Um, Lacey Peterson's head and parts of her limbs were missing, and plastic tape was uh, was wrapped around the neck of her child, according to full autopsy and coroner's photographs exclusively seen by ABC News. According to the autopsy, the skin of the child was not decomposed at all, although <clears throat> although the right side of his uh, body was mutilated um, and the placenta and umbilical cord were not found with the body. Does that mean the body of him? I'm assuming? Hmm. Um, the autopsy said that the cause of Lacey Peterson's death was undetermined, so I was right about that. Okay. Um, and there was no evidence of man-made wounds, despite the fact that her head and all parts and parts of her limbs were missing. Peterson's body How did they go missing? was so decomposed. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it says that her body was so decomposed, uh, it barely looked like a body after it was found by San Francisco Bay. This is from 2004, this article. Wait, what was this article? Um, 2003 is what I'm reading. Um, so this is last month, but obviously that's not from this year. Uh, I lost my spot. Where was I? Oh, 
okay. However, the autopsy report showed her cervix uh, was intact. Experts are divided whether the new revelation about the condition of Lacey Peterson's body and of the child will help pr- prosecute prosecutors or attorneys uh, representing Lacey's husband, Scott, who has been charged in the case. So, yeah, this is a pretty old article, but. So, yeah, they never determined a cause of death according to this, but this article, like I said, is from May of 2003. So, this would have been very shortly after the body was discovered. And I don't know if I, I mean, I didn't really see anything else that caught you my know, eyes a- stating that there was a, a cause of death found. I found an interesting article from The Globe, uh, May 13, 2003. Mm-hmm. And they have Kristen Smart here, the one we just talked about, mm-hmm. that went to the same college. They have this lady named Evelyn Hernandez and her son Alex. Like Lacey, pregnant, Evelyn's body was discovered in San Francisco Bay long after she vanished. Evelyn, 24, and her five-year-old son Alex, who disappeared May 1st, 2002, was discovered last July 14th. Um, but the, there's nothing related to them. Like the Kristen Smart, she went to the same university. Um, <clears throat> it's taking summer photography classes at University of California, Berkeley. She van- vanished tw- June 23rd, 1997. She was last uh, washed close to where Lacey and Connor washed up. So there's a third girl, Kristen Modaffery, who was 18 and she washed up right where, but that, that could be coincident. That could just be tided, tides moving. I don't want to play the negative, but I mean, if there's nothing related to them, Lacey's parents of the rest of haunted by Wisconsin travel secret reveals a source close to the investigation. He might have killed before and managed to keep his awful past hidden from the... That I do believe. If he actually did this, the chances are he had probably done it before. Yeah. Or at least had thought about doing it before. Right. Lacey could have been living with the killer all this time. As far as she knew, Scott was a fertilizer salesman. She was going to spend the rest of her life. Blah, 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 blah. Conjecture, opinion, <laughs> opinion, yeah. no evidence, people who abuse animals. <clears throat> there have been studies showing that serial killers abused hapless animals in their youth. People who abuse animals are not to be trusted and won't have second thought about killing pregnant women. Okay, and how does this relate? Cold loner side showed themselves as we were in high school cues so now they're asking people that went to high school with them asking them what like his, his yeah what, what kind of person he was one says he was the <clears throat> biggest snob he was always talking about how good his game was and how much better he was than others and always wanted him to play on our team wanted him to be around 
he was a loner. He was the kind of guy you would walk by and never even notice. Okay, that doesn't make sense. Those kind of people that are loners don't usually have that cocky attitude. Yeah, typically. those are those. I was going to say the same thing. Those are really conflicting statements. Very, very, very like total polar opposites. Yeah. Scott I've never met a loner, cocky person ever in my life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is an article full of conjecture. There's nothing here relating any of these other people with him. It's possible. I'm not saying it's it's not possible. I'm just saying there's nothing. You know what I mean? Right. So, I don't know, dude. It hair on a pair of players on a boat though that she likely had never been on. Yeah, I I did see that uh, it seemed like he may have purchased this boat possibly without the knowledge of her. However, did you see the picture of the boat? Mm -mm. Dude, it looks like something you'd go fishing in in a lake, not something you take out into the ocean. Unless whatever the pictures I was looking at were just not the actual boat. But... The ones that I saw, it looked like something you would take on a lake yeah. fishing. Not you would not go in the ocean. Yeah, it looks like a skiff, dude. I mean, if you okay, think about the show Dexter. Okay, that he had a legit boat that you would take into the ocean, and even people that take those kind of boats in the ocean, you know, remember that dude that played for the Lions? Him and I forgot who else. It was like three football players and one of them was a lot played for the lions and they had a boat they took out in florida and it flipped it went missing do you remember that yeah that was a legit ocean boat this little dinky fishing boat you take on like a pond i even if you bought it to dispose of for a body i mean come on do you honestly think that you would take that out into the ocean drop a body you'd have to take it out quite a ways so you know I'm putting myself in his shoes oh, the killer's shoes whatever the the stories the, the alleged story if I'm taking a body out into the ocean and I have that boat or any whatever boat I'm going to go out miles so that you, you can't be seen by anybody yeah. by accident um, and that little boat I feel like wouldn't it's not going to make it miles no no, no. <laughs> And not without, you know, you getting possibly getting flipped over in, you know, by a wave or something. It's literally like a little fishing boat. Dude, my neighbor right out there, I'll take a picture of his boat. That's what Scotty Peterson disposed of the body in. I, I got to send you this. Um, I found an article I was just watching on my side. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a YouTube video that the defense did as a reenactment of him trying to dump the body out of the boat. And what? the boat, the boat actually tips over on him. I think they kind of forced it, but it does look like what I pictured in my brain that if you tried to do this, your boat, your boat would tip over. Yeah. I mean that. Oh crap. I got to get, Hey, hold on. I got to get my phone to send it to you. Okay. Uh, I wonder if I can send it on this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got the link. I got the link. Okay, copy the link. 
Okay. No, I'll drop the link right here. Uh, there you go. Click that and watch that. Don't... <laughs> I just okay. sent it to in the chat. <clears throat> Elise, what? what are you doing up? What? Honey, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. You need to go to bed right now before you get in trouble. Okay. Story of my life. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Why aren't you? At least Watch with that. you. I'm, I'm going to go and talk to Elise. Okay. I, at least with you, it's why are you up at 2 in the morning with Autumn? It's why are you still awake at 2 in the morning? <laughs> yeah, she's been still awake. I'll be right back. Okay, yep. I'm gonna. I'll just pop this video on. If it'll ever play, I can't believe I forget they had Zoom. Okay, yeah. So we're watching. What we're watching is supposedly a video. Uh, why is it? Yeah, look at this little boat. For those of you listening, I mean, it's literally got a two seats and a one a one little engine. It's literally the kind of boat that you would take on a lake or a river fishing. Not you wouldn't go out into the ocean. I mean, you would literally have to go i mean i feel like if you're gonna dump a body in the ocean you need to go miles out uh, i mean that just only makes sense um and i don't think that this boat would make it it's it i mean the bo boat's maybe 12 feet long and they're they're not even in, in the video they're not far from shore like you can see the shore or land i don't know yeah i mean this boat's sinking uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's <sighs> okay. So I was start kind of starting to think that maybe Scotty Peterson might have possibly done it. It's possible, um, but I mean, this boat—that's nothing. That. I would never take that. I'm not a fisherman. I don't. I don't go out on boats ever. Not no, because I don't want to. I just never done it. And with my lack of experience of boats, I see that, and I know that there's no way I would take that into the ocean. None. And it's not like I'm some kind of boat expert, but that is literally like a lake. Of, like, dude, my neighbor that lives right behind me, he's got like three boats that are at least this size that he has in his driveway, you know, during the summer, he stores them in the winter and the, it, there's no way you would take this on the ocean. I just don't think. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Cancel. So supposedly the operation okay this is for john and i we're going to talk about this later <laughs> supposedly um the 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 body was put into this tiny little fishing boat 
that's what the that would be what the prosecution would have tried to claim that that uh, Lacey Peterson's body, uh, mind you, a seven month pregnant woman <clears throat> or seven months pregnant, whatever I don't know. She was so pregnant at the whatever seven month mark, whatever I don't know. Um, her what it sounds like what the prosecution was alleging is that, um. Scotty Peterson had taken this seven month pregnant woman after she was dead, put her in the boat and then took this dinky little boat that, uh, like I said, you, you would take only on maybe a river or a, a lake, um, or a pond. Like I can't imagine taking that in the ocean. That's stupid. And supposedly <laughs> the claim is that she, they, he had dumped her body successfully in the ocean and, and came back to shore. Oh, by the way, they also say that he paid for this boat with 14, $100 bills. Okay. Big deal. People pay for cash for stuff to use all the time. I mean, um, I think this would have been before Craigslist maybe, but I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've, you know, taking cash and you know bought something off of facebook well we just bought a dehumidifier the other day met up with someone at the grocery store parking lot and paid i gave him two twenty dollar bills cash you know it's that's not really uncommon i mean i i don't really understand what that how that means anything but um i i just can't imagine taking that boat onto the ocean and then killing or after having killed somebody and uh, uh, I'll discuss this with John he's just now getting back um okay so I was kind of narrating can you hear me okay yeah okay so I was kind of just narrating what was on the video because obviously for people who are listening they they can't really see um it was basically (coughs) a a boat like I described not very big maybe 12 feet long maybe um, and they had it in, it wasn't far from the shore because you could see a shore, you know, off in the distance behind it. And the, you know, waves had started to like go over the edge of the boat and made it kind of slowly sink. And then eventually at some point, a wave makes it fully turn over. Um, now, something I had saw, I didn't read this article, but when I was scrolling through other articles earlier or searching, um, one of the claims is in this is, seems silly but that uh scott peterson had paid 14 100 bills for that boat i mean that doesn't mean anything to me have you ever bought anything off of craigslist or facebook what marketplace before john mm-hmm. and do you pay cash when you do that or do you use a credit card you pay cash yeah exactly that doesn't that's not strange at all mm-hmm. um but so here's here's my thinking he buys this boat right uh so he he doesn't already have a boat, right? So he's mm-hmm. probably never taken this boat out of the ocean before, right? And he makes it into the ocean and back. No no incidences in this little tiny dinky boat at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, that doesn't really add up to me either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. like a boat he's had experience with and he's, oh, I've had this boat for 20 years and we take it out on the ocean all the time. It's totally safe. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the 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 allegation is that he bought this boat probably to dispose of the body. 
um, or with the plans to dispose of the body. So that would mean he had no experience with this boat in the ocean. And he made it out there, disposed of a body, and made it back with no problem at all. I find that very unlikely. Uh, not impossible, but it's it seems like a, a string of good luck, almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, that doesn't mean he didn't kill his wife. Uh, maybe he did, but I, I don't know if I buy the, the boat story at all. Um, doesn't based on the size. That boat. Right. Yeah. That's what I was kind of going. It could have been, uh, somebody else's boat or, or friend's boat or uh, who knows. Yeah. I, I don't think he used that boat to do it. No, I don't see if he did you. it. It's possible. You know, <clears throat> I think it. I think it's plausible. Yeah, it's plausible. Um, and I don't think how they enacted it in the video is completely legit. I think just like the O.J. Simpson glove. Um, remember if the glove doesn't fit, the glove doesn't you must fit, quit. You must quit. Yeah. <laughs> and remember they they didn't give him his meds for like three or four days, so his hands swelled up really bad, mm. and he could barely get the glove on. Yeah, I don't. I remember arthritis. Yeah, I remember. And they're like, "Look, the glove doesn't even fit him. His hands are too big for that glove." Well, yeah, he's freaking got arthritis, and he hasn't taken his meds. Um, but I think in that video when I was watching it, I think they were going a little overboard to show it capsizing, Mm -hmm. like a little too overboard. Right, that's also really close to the shore, though. I mean, if you were going to... Again, I mean, we don't know. They couldn't determine where the body was dropped off at. So we don't know how far out the body was dropped off at. Right. Um, But like I said, anybody with any sense, if you're going to dispose of a body in the ocean, you would want to go out miles so you're not seen. But that's a rational person. Someone that murders someone isn't quite in a rational mind. Not only that, but I do want to point out the date. Of, uh, of the year what? when he was going out. 2002? Decem- no, December. Yeah, but Modesto was uh, probably not that cold, right? I had some cold days out there, dude. Especially on the water. Yeah. Some really cold days. Or drop down in like 30s and 40s, man. It also said that he was going to go play golf the next day, too. Yeah, so and that's believable. Been... That's believable. Okay. But I'm saying like yeah, water, valley, yeah, on the water is going to be different. And in the valley, like the moisture and everything gets trapped in there and it makes it really cold. But out in the water, it does get pretty darn cold, you know. So that would that would make do for the preserving of the bodies and everything, you know. Or at mm-hmm. least the at least the baby's body. I don't know. The other one, the the see, yeah, that's thing. another thing that doesn't make any sense to me. So it's like her body was like decomposed to the point where it was almost unrecognizable as old a human body. Like they couldn't tell: is this human? Is it an animal that washed up? But yeah. the baby's was had almost no decomposition at all. That's really strange. Yeah, but it also said that they had that there was tape found around the baby's neck, so somebody obviously had done something to the baby. So why didn't the baby decompose? 
and the mother maybe, did. Maybe That's it really was in the mom. I don't know. But they what? said it was. I said maybe it was in the mom. But then, how did the tape get around the baby's neck? True. And they said the baby had been pulled out. So. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's some weird stuff going on with some of that that doesn't make any sense, yeah. based on the information we have. Yeah, it does seem a little odd. I'd like to go back and watch the. Uh, I'm gonna do that tonight. I'm gonna go back and watch the uh, interviewing footage. Of Scotty Peterson? Yeah. I think that would be uh, interesting. I'd watch it too. The only problem is having almost no experience watching a bunch of interviews of people who are being questioned for a crime. It'd be hard for me to determine anything. You, you Whether you're guilty or not, you're probably going to have odd behavior being questioned by the police. You're going to yeah, be probably nervous dude, no matter is... what. All right. So where is that? What is that? Jack. <clears throat> yeah, Jack. Jack. Um, Jack Shite. You know what? It might be. I'm going to have to look up that Dean Kane movie now. Superman kills Lois. I mean, Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was trouble. Right. <laughs> um, let me look this up. And what would that have been? 2018. Two? Oh, 18? Mm-hmm. I think it was 18. other time any other time and it would just like pull it up and you'd be like there it is it's right there <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. um no not the anthony chick um
by the way, if any, mm. uh, for people listening to this, uh, the Campfire Conversationalist podcast is now on Amazon Prime Podcasts. There we go. Okay. I found it. All right. I'm going to send you something. <clears throat> if I can find it now on YouTube. No worries. This is something. Blah, 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 blah. My beard looks gnarly today. Need to get her trimmed up a little bit. Okay, I'm gonna send you this. This is the body worn camera of a police officer interrogating a guy who his wife went missing and I want you to watch and just try to pick out what you can okay okay um <clears throat> because I did not know anything about this and I watched this body worn camera and the whole time I was watching it I was going because I didn't know what I was getting into I was just watching it and I'm watching it. And I'm going. This guy is like behaving really, really badly. And I was like, he's behaving like he's done something. And I want you to just watch the body language, okay? Just watch the guy, watch the body language, and then on the next episode, you can tell me what, what you what you got out of it when you watched it. All right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> But I think uh, in light of 3 o'clock in the morning, it's I think it's a good time to go to bed. Oh, that's right. You're an hour ahead of me. I forgot. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to... You want to wrap it up? Go ahead. Yeah. Cool. So I know this one's a little bit different of an episode. There's like a lot of pauses and whatnots in betweens. So I'll make sure I put some dope music that I produced myself. So in between all the, the blank spots, you can listen to dope music that I made. How about that? Because hmm. um, I'm not really great at video editing. I can I can edit music like nothing but um, video. I don't have time to learn how to do all that fancy jizznaz. So yeah, um, this one's a little bit different. I thought it'd be fun to do try something uh to see how our memories were or work mm-hmm. some stuff i got right i like nailed a few things other things i didn't um i was way off on um well no they, they didn't they never determined they never had a weapon mm-hmm. because they never had a cause of death mm-hmm. they also never had a time of death um they did find the body i was wrong about that uh but everything else that you need to convict somebody uh they didn't have so man i it's it's definitely he definitely is probably suspect by based on his behavior and stuff uh but i I feel like there's a lot of stuff that was thrown into there to this to this so-called evidence that just doesn't add up like the boat is a huge red flag for me for I mean, maybe most people who don't ever go near the water just don't have an idea that you probably wouldn't take that kind of a boat onto an ocean, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, but 
like you said, it, maybe there was another boat that was actually used, and that one was a distraction. That would that would be a clever move to have already had if you were planning this out ahead of time to have a legit um, boat that goes in the ocean to actually disappear the body and then have this other boat uh, that is clearly not something you would take into the ocean be the one that uh, it looks like you use to hope you know in the event you get caught maybe that would be the the thing to get you off uh, mm-hmm. if that was the case then he might have planted that hair on the pliers as well to make it further seem suspicious uh, yeah, maybe not that seems a little far-fetched but um, I yeah I, I'm still kind of not sure whether Scotty Peterson did it or not it, there's a, a lot of evidence that's definitely odd but mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's a nail in the coffin and that's what I remember is it, for me, there's not a nail in the coffin. Also, do we ever get to the bottom of why this was really in the news the way it was? I mean, no, I think it was just because um, of the the baby aspect, well, the baby, and maybe the br- brutality of like finding the body. You know what I mean? And then the well, affairs. Well, when it happened, it. it was already in the news, and they hadn't found the body yet. Hmm. I don't know them. Yeah, I that that to me is another weird thing about this case. Um, yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I guess that's uh, that's this episode. It's a little hey, bit different. This, this one that I sent you, uh-huh. I watched that video. I want to say a month after um, everything went down, one month almost after I want you to keep that in perspective so when I okay. seen the video it like he hadn't been charged fresh. yeah he hadn't been charged yet it was just something that went up that I just happened to come across and I was like that is really odd it wasn't in the news it wasn't he wasn't convicted yet or charged but just watch it and just give me your intake like first first perspective you know Okay, we'll do. It's, it's extremely interesting. And um, for upcoming episodes, one thing that uh, we're gonna we're planning on doing, uh, I know John and I are planning on talking about some World War II stuff um, that neither one of us had ever heard of before. Oh yeah, uh, uh, we'll talk about that in another episode. And yeah. then <laughs> um, another episode besides that of World War II stuff. Um, Something that I had kind of come up with actually a, a couple years ago now, uh, almost two years ago, before we even started the podcast. Um, I have this friend, Jason. He's out of, I think he's out of town. I haven't texted him in a couple of weeks. Um, he, at some point in his life, was in jail <clears throat> uh, for really stupid stuff. I think it was like a child support type thing. You know, something really, really lame nothing crazy like murder or rape or anything just you know some stupid little like whatever child support type thing um and him and i were talking about it one day and we were talking about uh he had brought up the fact that stamps are currency in prison and that blew my mind uh, because i'd never heard that before so we're going to talk about uh different types of currency in prison uh, <laughs> that'll be another episode and then um 
John's sister are, um, is married to a dude that uh, does correctional work in prisons. Is that correct? Yeah. He's a correctional officer. <coughs> Excuse me. So we were thinking about maybe having him on the show to talk about some just crazy whack stuff that he's witnessed over the years, if he can. Or, uh, you know, anything, you know, maybe he can go into some more details. I'm planning, I want to try and get my friend Jason on, but I think he's out of state working um, one of those seven days a week, 12 hour day type of things currently. So when he's done with that, um, I'll try and get him on the on the show for that. And then maybe we can talk to John's brother-in-law and see what he has to say about different types of currencies, as well as just anything having to do with the correctional system at all. That would be interesting to talk about. Um, so we haven't even really gone too much further other than just discussing it but those are some upcoming episode ideas for the campfire conversationalist podcast yeah all right buddy. and with that uh he's john i'm dread matt and we're out yeah.